Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Magic and Murder. My name is Vince. And I'm Vlad. And we'd like to thank you to our new first new episode of 2019, so we're very excited about that. And uh, Vlad and I are going to be at a, some, a couple of really big events this year, actually. Indeed, indeed. A couple that like have been going for a few years, and one that's uh, only its second time, but it's gaining steam as it goes. Yep. And at least one uh, event that's a, a couple of events that's our first time, actually. Uh, one brand new, as a matter of fact. The, uh, you know, I think it was his. Uh, but before we get into that, and I should mention that all these events are are of a bizarre nature, in one way or another. So we probably for, talk about the nature of bizarre magic. For the for those of you that don't know or aren't familiar with the actual terminology, bizarre magic is taking stage illusions and parlor magic and adding storylines to them and building atmosphere so the magic is is presented as reality it is presented as a a live haunting for you to experience uh it's it's not the tada you know got you type magic it is presenting magic as if you were sitting in a horror film yeah, so when I often, when I just describe bizarre magic to someone, I tell them this, this is not a show in which you would ever hear the words and for my next trick. No. Yeah. If, you, if, you're, if, you're doing, if you're presenting the idea that you're doing tricks and you're doing bizarre magic incorrectly, in my humble opinion. And they should get the hell out. <laughs> yep. Well, you always take it a step further, don't you, Vlad? I do. I do. There, there, are, there are no no uh pretenders to the throne in my kingdom <laughs> my and my i created a style called gothic magic which went just because the general premise most of the time for old school bizarre magic it's it's broadened out a little bit now but the old school was you were sort of a either a miskatonic uh university professor or arcane collector or a sorcerer and I didn't fit into any of those categories, being a vampire. So I created Gothic magic, which blended Gothic literature, Gothic atmosphere, once in a while Gothic music, and uh, blended it all together, incorporating horror, horror movie things and uh, haunt technology to make it slightly different. How long ago did you start that? 1989. Yep. Long yeah, time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you're an ages vampire. That really mm. doesn't mean it's meaningless to you, I, I imagine. No, but I've had some people go, oh, well, I've been doing it for 10 years. So I'm like, yeah, I got you, got you beat here for a couple. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard people say that before. Like someone walks up to me and you know, they're about 35 years old and they tell me they've been doing it for 15 years, you know, 20 years or so. I was like, oh, you've been doing it since you're 10, 12, mm. something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, the, uh, I know my math is off. I'm not trying to think <laughs> about it too much. But the, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's just like, it doesn't count if you're practicing as a kid. No. You know, it, it, it counts when you're actually doing it, you know, actually performing. Doing, doing shows outside of your backyard and not like for your birthday party. Yeah. Then you can say, that's when I started doing it. Yeah. When you're, 
when you actually make a name for yourself to some yeah. degree. And and to tie in there, I mean, they're along the fringes, but uh, Dan Sperry and uh, Ron Fitzgerald would be gothic illusionists, you know, because Dan does a great job with his twisted little world on stage there and uh, twisted universe, but I guess world universe. And uh, Ron has his dark, sticky fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what is bizarre magic? What separates it from the illusion uh, you know, stage illusion and uh, effects and that sort of thing. It's 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 story oriented. In fact, I think it was Eugene Berger who said it was unfairly labeled bizarre magic. You know that it was uh, it's really at its you know because people, although there's certainly a lot of bizarre nature to it, a lot of mentalism incorporated into it, um, and people usually take that to, that title to its heart with spooky uh, shows. It is it is really, uh, at its core, storytelling magic. Mm-hmm. And I think it was one of the first magics that was okay with touching on all of the different emotions. I mean, if you go see David Copperfield, you will go through a plethora of different emotions. But bizarre magic was okay with bringing in sorrow, happiness, sadness, torment, and horror into an experience and not waiting for the applause. It was all about the experience. So you weren't sitting there waiting for the audience to applause because some of the things it was inappropriate to applaud. Yes, in one of my descriptions for one of my shows, it says, you know, you may not always hear applause, but, you know, stunned silence instead. You know, the, uh, it is, you, you're looking for the giving sense of awe mm-hmm. you know, to your audience. You know, you want them to, uh, you want to challenge their beliefs in how the universe works. You know, that the magic um, or another dimension of reality may actually exist, that you're, you have them leaving questioning what did they see what really happened is any of this mm-hmm. real if you succeeded that you successfully committed to it you've actually successfully committed a a uh, uh, a true bizarre story you know or a storytelling effect i mean you could i mean technically if you're doing uh I, you know princess disney princesses <laughs> with illusion in it then you are doing a uh, and it, it has a a plot that you know, reaches over the entire length of your performance, then you are doing bizarre magic. It can be any sort of theme as long as it is a connective narrative. And you don't break character. That's yeah. another thing. I mean, you you stay within the performance for the length of the performance. I did something last year for my parlor show and unheard of for most other performances, I gave permission to people when, before I started the routine that if they wanted to leave, feel free to leave because I was going to be talking about a fire that killed a number of orphan children. And I said, if this topic offends you or upsets you, feel free to leave. And someone got up and, and did leave. And some of the other people at the end were pretty much almost on the verge of tears. But And that would have been inappropriate for people to applaud, you know, so. Yeah, I think someone did. Some people did anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, yes, I know what you mean. The uh, 
you know, the uh, the Jack the Ripper show I do sometimes. I've actually had people come up and ask, you know, when are you going to turn these artifacts over to Scotland Yard? I've had uh, the, I've recently done a fairy, I think I told you about this one when I did the fairy tales to tell in the dark, which I just, just before we started recording our show today, I just had another uh, person sign up for that. Um, the fairy tales to tell in the dark show has elicited, you know, tears from audience members, you know, who, who volunteered and come up and have been involved. So there's a, it is a, you know, if you're, if you're doing correctly, you will elicit emotion and disbelief. You know, people, you know, people uh, have come to my shows uh, who are skeptical of the paranormal, not mm -hmm. apparently forgetting that this is a magic show. And, no. uh, and they've tried to cut, figure out how it's done because they think I'm uh, playing myself off as legitimately uh, psychic or a paranormalist or, or a paranormal phenomenon or some type. You, Eugene used to compare bizarre magic to the, to the two ones that I've heard him compare it to was either a roller coaster ride or sitting through a Dolly Parton concert. <laughs> he said, because if you go see Dolly Parton, all the songs aren't the same. They all have different emotions. They all have different tones and, you know, paces. So that's what it should be. It shouldn't be all the same spooky, boogie boogie stuff. You know, it's gonna be different. Yep. I agree. It's a, uh, you know, the, it's, it's, if it's a, if a connective narrative is what draws it. You know, the, mm -hmm. a, a person who doesn't quite, a, a magician going to a bizarre performance for the first time might not understand all the uh, storytelling. The, you know, the you can have a show that's an hour long and maybe have three or four effects that take place during the entire show. It's not about doing one trick after the next trick. It's about the experience. That, that's right. I think that confuses some people who see it for the first time. You know, well, that's because that's because some people like to do their magic like they're doing a dealer demo or a trade show, and they they think that two minutes is too long for a routine, and there shouldn't be any uh, patter or narrative to it. You should just do the trick and dance off to music, and there you go. Yeah, it's it's it's. And some people win awards for those things. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, yep. But bizarre magic has its own award. A couple, actually. It does. Yep. So well, one I came up with. So <laughs> that's right. The screaming goat. Yeah, it is. That is the. As far as I know, that is the. Uh, well, actually, it, it is the second because I think Doomsday's uh, competition was first. But uh, it is the first American bizarre magic competition. Mm -hmm. Yep, and, and the and the premier standard, I think, you know, for which all other you know bizarre magic conferences in the United States are held by. That that goat is pretty coveted. People like the little uh, BC goat there. So <laughs> that's right. Designed by Professor BC. That's mm -hmm. right. Yep. Uh, well known. <laughs> bizarre magician and designer of bizarre effects. I think that being that, that Eugene has passed on, we'll have to install BC as the, the new dean of bizarre magic. So <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, I can see that indeed. Yep. So the, the after uh, East Coast Spirit Sessions, which is, God, I cannot believe it is next week. 17th through 20th. Yeah. Indeed. 
Yeah, unbelievable. <clears throat> yeah. Seven days from tomorrow, I will be in uh, Myrtle Beach. And for those of you that are curious about who's going to be there and where it's going to take place and how you could possibly be involved, it is the 17th through 20th in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and you can just go to eastcoastspiritsessions.com. That's correct. East Coast Spirit Sessions, the premier bizarre magic conference. And no, I'm not getting paid to say that. I, uh, you know, <laughs> I just I love I love the conference. I I plan on going there for as long as they plan on having those conferences, and I hope they plan on having those conferences forever. You know, I have I have three or four more goats, so we got to have at least three or four more of them. So <laughs> yeah, so Vince, Vince, I, I yeah, cause I have them all too. So um. Vince will not only be performing, but Vince will also be vending some of his wares at uh, the convention. So if you'd like to stop by, say hello, and, and take home an item, uh, Vince will oblige you with all of that. Yep, and uh, Vlad, I understand, will, you know, with my help, will have some uh, of his own things there for the first time for sale. Yeah, whether whether or not people will throw rocks at him or not, but that's, you know... <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna have. Uh, I, did, I have a list of performers and lecturers right in front of me. It's a. Uh, it includes uh, Karina Fenton and Doug Gorman, Daniel Greenwolf, Sebastian. I don't think. Black. I don't think Karina was gonna be able to make it. I think she was sending Sylvia Spector instead. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, Sylvia Spector yeah. will be taking her place. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jim Cleaver, David Parr, Zeke Powers, Paul Prater, Rolando Santos, Andrea Sibrig, Mark Strivings, T.C. Tahoe. Christopher Taylor, Mary Tomich, Paul Boudini, Vlad, and of course, Vince Wilson. Uh, vendors will include Alchemy Moon, Blind Eye Magi, Case Oracle, Dark Cabaret, uh, with uh, Joseph Daniels, a good colleague and friend of ours, uh, Gemini Artifacts, uh, Magic Murder, which is my gig, uh, Mark, Mark's Magic Boxes, and Mark Charisse, uh, Paul Prater, you'll mention him again, um, uh, Taylor Imagineering, uh, Mark Strivings, Mary Tomich, and Metal Ride Writing, which of course is Andrew Severin, which we mentioned mm -hmm. earlier. And he's coming in from Sweden, I believe. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah oh. it's pretty, pretty exciting stuff. So we have people from the UK, Sweden, and then one one gentleman coming over from Italy this year. That's a member of the Bizarre Ma Magic Italia that I I am vice president of over in Italy. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yep, you can commiserate on uh, Italian Bizarre Magic. So we, we, we now are like widening our scope of international uh, status. Yep. Yeah, it starts uh, in nine days, nine hours, 23 minutes, and 20 <laughs> seconds as of right now. You have the countdown going? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also new. The Stay tuned for a brief message. We will be right back with more magic and murder. Welcome back to Vince Wilson and Vlad. The, the next thing coming up right after that, that's in this month. And then a couple months after that is going to be an Edgar Allan Poe murder mystery in Baltimore, Maryland. Who would have guessed that? The home of Edgar Allan Poe. Well, his current home, yes. He, yeah. uh, he was his born final in... resting place. <laughs> yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, take that, Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he, 
Hey, Graham Poe perished in Baltimore, Maryland, under mysterious circumstances. No one knows exactly what killed him or how he died. So we hope to solve that mystery once and for all. It'll be myself and Vlad and Paul Prater and Joseph Daniels, the, the uh, you know, four, four bizarre magicians in one place doing a, a murder mystery with the paranormal as our co-host. And that's going to be held at the Lord Ritzy, Ritzy Lord Baltimore. It's yeah, like, historic. It's a historic hotel in downtown Baltimore. Very decadent. I got to be honest with you. With a with a restaurant up on the roof and a bar setting and all kinds of things we're looking forward to. Oh yes, yeah, right in the part of downtown Baltimore. We'll actually get the chance to do a uh, walk around tour of Edgar Allan Poe's grave site. Um, you'll be able to you know, tour Baltimore City. There's plenty of hours open for you to do your uh, Baltimore uh, tourism. There'll be a ghost hunt, a, a seances, um, you know, a bizarre magic show, and a, a genuine investigation into the death of Edgar Allan Poe, and also a murder we had to solve of the most recent date. It'll be very interesting. So I'm very excited to be putting on this uh, event with you and and Paul and Joseph as well. It's going to be very and exciting. And I believe there will be some roaming the streets like late into the evening too. Oh yes, that's right. <laughs> that's why everything starts so late. Is you know at least five o'clock in the afternoon, so people have time to sleep off their you know nightly outings. Or 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 for some of us that are nocturnal, like yeah. we don't. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you know, shy away from the sun. There's only so much sunblock and Ray-Bans that we can do. So, <laughs> And that will be held on April 12th through 14th. You that can, is uh, correct. You can go to, I believe, was isn't it on the Lord Baltimore like webpage now? Like the yeah, LordBaltimoreHotel.com. They'll have a banner up today, actually. As of the, well, as of the recording of this show, which is uh, January 8th, 2019, uh, it'll be uh we'll have a banner up and but you can go to the website you can find a, you can call the lord baltimore hotel um and you know make reservations over the phone um and if you go to uh, our uh, magicandmurder.com uh my website will actually have a link up there as well to the direct uh sign up page in order to sign up for the event but uh for for your information you can call the hotel directly for more information at uh, 410-539-8400. That's uh, 410-539-8400. Call the Lord Baltimore Hotel and make your reservation today. They've already started selling reservations. They're gonna, their newsletter goes out uh, this week as well. That's a big social media push soon, so I would suggest you sign up quickly before there's no spots left. There are limited number of spots available um, and even they'll even be implementing a payment plan as well it's not that expensive i mean it's just it's a weekend of you stay at the hotel you attend the show you get to eat at the restaurants we'll have we have breakfast with the hosts uh you know and the big reveal is on sunday it's actually think about that it's actually three days and two nights <laughs> Uh, it's a lot of stuff going on, you know. And they can rub elbows with with four internationally known entertainers. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, we're known throughout the world. And that's not an exaggeration either. Maybe a little bit, but not too much. Yeah. <laughs>
I don't know. I'm on the banner like I am the vice president of Bizarre Magic Italia, and I performed in Doomsday. So it's... <laughs> yeah, there you go. So also at the same location, right after that, not right after that, but a few months after that, we have the version two of Bizarre Hauntings, which will be held on August 22nd through 24th. Yep. We're going to have a lot of uh, bizarre magicians and performers there. Uh, we're going to have lectures and conferences the, at the Lord Baltimore Hotel, same place. And God, it's it's such a beautiful hotel. Uh, there's going to be so much going on. We're going to have uh, nighttime tours of the Poe Grave site. It'll have exclusive access to uh, different parts of the uh, the the burying grounds in Baltimore. It's, uh, I'm really excited about that. I'll be hosting that Thursday and Friday night uh, for the event. It's uh, Paul Boudini will be um, doing a telling of the Raven and Vlad will be doing a reenactment of the, uh, you know, the Poe Toaster, the infamous, as discussed in a previous episode, of course, the infamous uh, uh, toaster, uh, as in a toast to you. <laughs> or, or a cheers uh, who would visit Edgar Allan Poe's gravesite every night for every January uh, on the anniversary January 19th on the anniversary of his death uh, for oh, oh, this is about 50 years I think if I remember correctly um, yeah it's a, it'll be an exciting event a lot of go, lot going on a lot of uh, local magicians performing as well from Baltimore uh, we just had another person sign up today for that uh, you know, how I'll make a reveal on that one soon. But go to bizarrehauntings.com. That's bizarrehauntings.com for more information and to sign up today, uh, especially for the Poe tours. I will not put, cannot put enough emphasis on this. There are limited about limited amounts of tickets I have for that. I can only have so many people per evening allowed there. Uh, and those were probably the, the sold out very quickly. So if you can, if you can make it, please sign up. You don't. How does that include the uh, exclusive seance that's going to take place at the gravesite? That is correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. Imagine being at Edgar Allan Poe's gravesite at the burying grounds and being able to conduct a seance in the gravesite of Edgar Allan Poe. Truly a truly a once in a lifetime experience. Yes, if, if you're a bizarre magician or have any interest in the bizarre apparel, of course you will be because you are listening to this show. If you have any interest in that at all, you would think to yourself, "Well, I, as of five minutes ago, I didn't realize that was my bucket list, but it is now." Hmm. <laughs> so uh, you know, so definitely sign up, get on that uh, tour ASAP, uh, and uh, you know, be a part of the. Uh, mystery weekend with us in Baltimore. Either you know, have fun with us in April, or actually learn and have fun with us in August. You know, just can't. It just it's a great year for bizarre magic. It is indeed. You know, and to start it off, I mean, we have the, you know, we have. So actually, we're bookending the year with two great events. We have ECSS first, and then right at you know towards towards going into fall, we have bizarre hauntings. So. That works out well for the strange and unusual. <laughs> I agree. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 So what else What else would you like to discuss with them for uh, the strange and unusual? 
bizarre magic. Well, let's talk about, you know, you are a, uh, my go-to person when it comes to discussing, uh, the, you know, those in the bizarre uh, magic community. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the history of bizarre magic and some of the people that have inspired you or you have a lot of respect for? Uh, some of the early people that were in bizarre magic, which you know, uh, so so far have passed on, would be Tony. The names ne- Tom Palmer was originally known as a comedy magician, and he decided that he wanted to do something slightly different. So Tom Palmer became Tony Andruzzi or Masculine Ye Mage. Um, he, along with Charles Cameron and Anthony Raven started doing the uh, invocation and the convention that they created after that was the invocational and a lot of people like Cardor and Eugene Berger and many others uh, I think even Bob Cassidy showed up there but uh, would go to this bizarre magic convention that was usually held in different locations and that was the first one and later on, more and more people got involved in uh, bizarre magic themselves. Uh, Eugene Berger spread it a little bit. A lot of people don't realize, you know, because they think of Eugene Berger as just a close-up magician, and they don't remember that uh, he had a many a year of doing spirit theater and other strange and unusual bizarre magic things. Uh, Jeff McBride has done some bizarre magic, even though many people don't remember or know about that. Uh, try and think of some other people that would be off the top of my head. Paul Parader is another fantastic creator and innovator of bizarre magic storytelling. Uh, Vince does a great job of doing bizarre magic, but uh, he puts his own spin on it. So it's sort of he's our Sherlock Holmes of bizarre magic. Oh, thank you. So, uh, Joseph Daniels has a thing he created called the Dark Cabaret, which is down in Columbia, South Carolina. And it's a black box theater type uh, venue that he runs every so often and does it with several other entertainers. But uh, he's sort of a southern gentleman of bizarre magic. Let's see, who did I miss? Mark Strivings is a well-known uh, mentalist but Mark has actually delved into doing some bizarre magic and came up with a entire uh, manuscript called The Death Act. And it's uh, based around the, the premise of being buried alive. So many people have uh, jumped into this thing of bizarre magic even though many people don't realize it and or give it its credit they're like oh it goes on too long or it's storytelling there's not enough magic well that's because you're not giving over to the suspension of disbelief and just enjoying it you're looking at it as a magician so if you give over to the experience i you know people don't sit in lame miz and go i don't really believe i'm in the french revolution they just go with the show. Yep. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it's people sometimes don't appreciate a good narrative, unfortunately. So they no. have to deal with. And some of the people, you know, you get some people that are worried about the religious overtones and go, oh, I don't want to be involved in devil worshipers. Well, you know, Vincent Price portrayed many different characters and it didn't stop him from being hired as an 
art expert for Sears, nor writing a fancy cookbook. And he was a pretty well-known dude. So, <laughs> just realize it's a show. <laughs> yep. Some people just can't appreciate that, I suppose. No. no. They get wrapped up in their own agenda. and you know, They forget that. Here's part of the, you know, the business of being shows and it's show business. So, <clears throat> so who did I leave out? I don't know. Who did I... Probably, probably somebody, no doubt, will in the comments section of our Facebook page. Uh, someone will mention that. And once, let me bring that up. As a matter of fact, a good segue right there. Please comment on our Facebook page at the Magic and Murder Podcast Facebook page. Just search for Magic and Murder Podcast on Facebook. Um, also, if you're, we are on every major podcast platform, Stitcher Premium, uh, Stitcher Free, uh, iTunes, and Google Play, and, and everything else. I mean, I, it's, it's a list is 20 platforms long, at least right now, uh, getting longer all the time. Um, and But however, our main hosting service is Anchor.fm, which has an app that you should download. And it's because you can leave us voice messages on the app and we'll get that message and if you leave a message and we like it and I don't see why we wouldn't uh, well yeah never mind I actually can't see why we wouldn't like some messages <laughs> but but anyway if we like your message we will put it on the show you can be part of our show so please download the Anchor app on your iPhone or Android device and leave a message for us and we will put it up on the show and we will uh, play your your message and respond to it as best we can. Please leave a message on our comment section on Facebook, um, on our on our main website, omnifringeradio.com. Uh, anywhere you can just get a message to us. We'll we'll read it. We'll read it. We'll play it. Whatever we need to do. And by the way, uh, leave a five star review for us on your platform of choice. That really helps out. You know, really justifies that we do this. And you can go to our website, our main uh, hosting page at anger.fm slash magic and murder and even contribute to us and make sure that you know this is a, a free show to listen to but it is, it's not free to produce as correct so any little bit you can do to help uh, leaving the reviews or just leaving a dollar or two dollars or five i think that's what the options are you know what's you know that adds up it allows us to have better production values and improve the show you know every time we do this we would like to do it more often but we need your support to do that indeed and and any questions that you're, if you're leaving comments please don't get involved in political rhetoric because we won't answer those yep so. neither side no. <laughs> we're not yeah, no. politics is not part of the show no it doesn't have any bearing on either of our performances so well actually two people i left out was like one one is on the fringes of bizarre magic and it's a gentleman named doug higley who creates some fantastic artwork that's used in uh, many different sideshow performers and bizarre ma magicians things. He makes uh, things called Zybits, which are little tiny uh, sideshow gaffes. And uh, the other person who was sort of like in Bizarre Magic for a while, back in you know, 2005, 2006, and uh, sort of stays on the outskirts of it is a gentleman named Michael Froughton, and uh, he created a book called The Dark Waltz, but uh, with some really interesting, bizarre magic. But uh, 
he sort of faded off and not really in the public eye as much. Oh. So. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah, thanks for letting us know about those. Sure. Sure. Doug makes some crazy things. He makes like a miniature woolly mammoth and a an atomic flea. So all kinds of uh, crazy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> That is hilarious. Right. So I guess I think he was. I think he was inspired by a lot of the '50s, like giant bug and like monster movies. So he started making these really weird, like radioactive, you know, fish and type things like that. Atomic fish, I think it's called. But I love that. That was an era that's true to my heart. I love the old movies. Yep. So I don't know what else did we do we leave anything out? I mean it's hard to cover, you know, 40 years worth of stuff in a half hour or more, but you know, it's I, I tried to do my best to cover what it is and who they are and why people care. I think we pretty much covered everything. We 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 wanted to talk about uh, you know, bizarre magic, we wanted to talk about uh, you know, the the events we're doing this year. And I'm sorry if it sounds like a commercial. We didn't mean to do that. We just want to keep you abreast of what we're up to and where we're going to be. I mean, and also, if you are at any of these events, we will interview you for the show. We'd love to do that. And please, if we're, if we're, sometimes we get so involved in doing things like putting on the conventions or getting ready to perform. But if you want to chat to us, most of us are fairly approachable, even though I don't walk around with a ear to ear, like, smile on my face I am fairly approachable if you come up to me with something you wish to discuss and uh, tap us on the shoulder and if we don't have a moment right then we will make time to talk to you later on and all of these conventions that we mentioned there is no um, ego or hierarchy at the convention if you are just starting out your questions are just as valid as somebody that's been doing it for 10 or 15 years. If you want to know something, ask us, and we'll sit down and discuss it. Indeed. We hope to see some of you at one or more of these things, or every single one of them. Oh, yeah. We'd love to have, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely, we would hope to have you at, I think there's at least a couple of people of you at every single one, so. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from us. Yeah, besides. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. I think that's about wraps up this uh, episode of Magic and Murder Mysteries. And we hope to have you uh, be more interactive with us. You know, please uh, send us an email. You know, uh, you know, call us, download the app, leave a review for us. Send let us, us know you're. Let us know you're out there. Yeah. Let us know you're out there. All right. Because we know we know by the listening audience that it keeps increasing. If people are listening to the show, that's why we keep doing it. But we'd love to hear from you as well. Because right, we're not quite sure that like everybody that's listening is not in a graveyard someplace and just having the wire run into the ground and having them forced to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no one should be forced to listen to the show. No. All right. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great evening. I'm Vince. And I'm Vlad. And pleasant dreams. Thank you for listening to Magic and Murder Mysteries. For more information, go to magicandmurderpodcast.com. This has been an Omnifringe Radio production.